You're listening to the Beauty in the Network podcast, hosted by Jasmine Jones, licensed cosmetologist, bridal beauty team owner, and business coach to beauty pros and creative entrepreneurs. Tune in weekly for tips, tricks, and hacks on how to up-level your lifestyle, maximize your productivity in your business, and use the most efficient and up-to-date marketing strategies to get your business seen online without the burnout. Thanks so much for tuning in. Here's today's episode. Okay, hello guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is going to be a really great one because I'm going to be telling you about a few things that I love to personally do to shift my energy and get myself in a good mood so that I can have a massively productive day because I'm going to be honest with you. The way that I was trying to operate my days were based upon, you know, what society has kind of, I don't want to say brainwash, but has made us believe that if you want to be successful, this is how your day needs to look, right? I always thought that, you know, it was a one size fits all. And I never really ventured into, you know, creating habits that were, um, you know, boosting my energy, but they were my own, right? So I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later today. But I do want to tell you about something so amazing that I'm really excited to tell you about. And that is that my one-on-one coaching program is now a officially officially open and it's going to be open until busy season in bridal starts up again or fingers crossed hopefully I have a new office staff member that can take on some more duties so that it can stay open for the rest of the year right so if you know, coaching is something that I am aiming to do um, full time and just be in my bridal business just a smidge of the time, just being the creative director and the overseer. So I want to focus all of my time on helping other beauty pros create their own empire. So what my one-on-one coaching program is, is I give you personalized help in your own business. If you are looking to scale, I I have expertise within systems, within getting seen, and how you can create structure so that if you are wanting to build a team or wanting to, you know, scale up and create different ways in your business to create um, income, like diversifying your income, you know, through affiliate blogs, those are my expertise that I love to help people scale in because I had to, you know, do those same activities for myself. And for some of those things, it took me a long time to actually see a benefit because I was just throwing spaghetti at the wall. And I was throwing spaghetti at the wall for a long time. I was, you know, looking at all of the freebies, attending all of the webinars and, you know, doing all of the free challenges. And I was just trying to grow my business based upon details that I was learning and, you know, these free challenges and these free freebie downloads that I would get. And it would never really give me the massive value that I needed because massive value comes with a valuable price tag, right? And I had to learn the hard way. Um, as well. I bootstrapped my business from the ground up when my business took off right when I, you know, accumulated my bridal team for the first time. And it was myself, five girls and my assistant. 
I was, you know, just doing everything. I was doing everything and I realized that it wasn't about doing everything. It was about being more strategic with my time and my effort. And I don't want you to, you know, go and have to look at 50 million webinars and, you know, attend all of these challenges and not get the full spectrum of what a business needs to be built upon in order to efficiently scale over the times, right? There's so many things that people aren't specifically talking about. Like I said before, my expertise is within systems, within structure, and it's because I operated my my bridal beauty business without structure and without systems. So I see how stressful it can get, how overwhelming it can get, and when you try and sit down and organize everything yourself, you're just like, it's so much going on and you don't know where to start. So that's why I want to invite you to book a complimentary 100% free five-figure business strategy call with me. And on the strategy call, we're going to be going over three things. One, I'm going to give your brand an audit. I'm going to sit down and give a brand an audit with you on the line with me, right? So we can walk through. I'm going to tell you what somebody is looking for when they look at your website, right? What they're looking for when they go to your Instagram. And I'm going to tell you where your gaps are. You're going to tell me what your personal goals are for your business, right? Your own personal goals. Because my coaching program is customizable based upon Upon what your needs are. Of course, we have some structure. Of course, I'm going to be using my specialized um, five-step framework in order to help you get there. But this is for somebody who's ready to up-level, ready to dedicate their time, their effort, their energy into growing their business, and they're dedicated to doing the work. So definitely, if you're somebody who's ready for one-on-one coaching, please reach out through the link in my show notes. And I also have other, you know, fun programs and courses for those of you who are not able to um, afford one-on-one coaching. Just reach out to me and I can always reference you to whatever I feel would be best for what it is that you're trying to learn. But let's go ahead and dive on into today. So today I'm going to be talking about your energy five ways to change your energy. And like I said before, when I first started into, you know, learning about energy, shifting my habits, changing my mindset, I was so resistant because I did not have the awareness that I do now, right? Awareness is something that you cannot even put a price tag on because once you are aware of your habits and how your personal habits from things that you experience, you know, through your past show up in the way that you work, show up in the way that you communicate and how you don't communicate and the things that you do. It's all about your energy, right? So I'm going to be giving you five ways that I love to personally shift my energy and why and how it has helped me shift my energy, right? So number one is a morning routine. And I was talking a little bit about this in my Instagram stories um, this past weekend because morning routines is something that is so, so, so essential for me. It's essential for me because believe it or not, I used to be a very spicy person. I used to be very heated, especially within like like 20, 21, 22, 23. I was very spicy. I was very heated and I I could pop off at any minute, guys. And I know if you see me over on Instagram, you're probably like, whoa, Jasmine, like how in the world, how? Like, 
what would that even look like right and and that just that just goes to show you the amount of growth that i have personally went through my morning routine it it used to be something that i would try and structure out so much and then i just kind of gave in and just gave myself you know maybe like 30 minutes or an hour and i said okay jasmine this is your time for your morning routine your morning more morning routine is going to help you get set up for the day so that you can set it up for you know massive success right how you start your day is how you're going to finish it off so in the morning time i love to purposefully make sure that I am getting myself in a good mood, getting myself in a good headspace. And that can look different depending on the day. I remember at times I would, you know, wake up, journal, you know, go stretch, go run. And, you know, that would be my morning routine. And then I would do the same thing the next day. But some days I just want to, you know, go on a walk or, you know, lay on the floor and just do some deep breathing or just stretch or, you know, maybe I want to journal out one day. Right. So make this something that's flexible to what you want to do right? Do what feels good to you. Don't try and put so much structure on it like I did. Like, okay, I'm going to journal from, you know, 8 o'clock to 8.05 and then I'm going to stretch from, you know, 8.05 to 8.10. Like, I used to be so nitty gritty with myself and it's because I'm very analytical. I'm very analytical and I am a visionary, right? I'm a visionary and I'm very analytical so I love to, you know, create some kind of structure because I like to feel like I'm in control sometimes, right? There's so many things going on, especially with this pandemic, and we want to find something that we can control, something that we can, you know, make it do whatever we want to do, right? And we need to stop trying to be in so much control because sometimes when we're in too much of a controlled state, that's when we start to like block some of our blessings because we don't see them as blessings because we're like this is how it has to be this is what I'm gonna do at this time at this tower at this hour and you know if anything else tries and stop me like you know they're gonna get it or whatever right so definitely make sure that you're giving yourself grace and that you are doing what feels good right so morning routines nighttime routines what makes you feel good do that it does not have to be the traditional i'm going to sit down and read a book or i'm going to go on a run i actually went on a run before i did this podcast because it helps me get pumped up it helps me get energized right i was also jamming out to some music so that's how i love to you know activate my energy whenever i am you know starting my day off. So number two is be aware of what you eat. Now I am going to call, you know, BS on my own self because sometimes I, I fall, I fall to this. I fall to this sometimes. And it's because some days I'll wake up and I might not, you know, eat breakfast or I'll wake up and I'll like drive to Starbucks and I'll get, you know, a tomato mozzarella. That is my jam. I don't know if you always get the tomato mozzarella from Starbucks, but I love to do that along with like, um, like a dragon drink or like a guava drink because I am actually not doing any coffee. I have, I actually went on a coffee break 
a while ago and it actually helped me so much and my head was so clear of thinking but you need to be aware of the foods that you're eating the foods that you're putting into your body because these foods have natural chemicals in them not chemicals but natural um you know nutrients in them that are going to either help you or hurt you when you're deciding to eat them right so I am a fan of chicken nuggets, guys. I'm not even going to lie. McDonald's chicken nuggets and honey mustard all day, every day. I don't care. I will have some chicken nuggets. And, you know, when I do, you know, I feel great. And I'm like, ah, chicken nuggets. You know, I'm a happy camper. But throughout that day, I start to slow down. I start to feel sluggish. I start to feel like, oh man, I need a nap, right? Because I'm not filling myself up with the foods that's going to help me, you know, get natural energy or get natural, um, you know, that those energizers that I know that I need if I wanted to eat like fruits or berries or, you know, oranges and, you know, just veggies and foods that are going to, you know, help me get the outcome that I'm looking for, right? I'm kind of contradicting what I'm doing and for me personally I have to be a little bit careful of some of the things that I eat just because I can't really eat um, too much processed foods or uh, food with gluten in it and just a whole bunch of stuff for like other reasons. Um, but I used to be a vegan and when I was a vegan, I felt so amazing and I had so much energy. And sometimes I remember the days on the days when it was like crazy, crazy. I would used to just say, okay, well, I need energy. I need coffee. And I would look for a short-term fix for a long-term effort that I was trying to create for myself, right? I talk a lot about short-term versus long-term, and I use it in life as well. You need to make sure that you're giving yourself a long-term benefit, right? A long-term benefit, and not just coffee that's going to give you like a boost of energy for maybe that hour. And then, you know, after you go in a crash, you're like, I need more coffee now. I'm, I'm slowing down. You need to make sure that you are giving yourself exactly what you need and not giving yourself a short-term fix for a long-term solution because it's going to come back and it's going to bite you in the bootay. Number three is the people that you surround yourself with. Now, I'm an introvert. I don't really, I don't really go out too much. And if I do, it's only with a select few people, right? I don't really, you know, surround myself with a lot of people because I like to protect my energy. I like to protect my energy. I like to protect my vibe. And I do that by being careful about who I surround myself with because I, I've been learning more about like empaths and light workers and things like this, but I realize that when I'm around people whose energy, I don't want to say whose energy doesn't match mine, but whose energy is on a different frequency, they don't really have the awareness levels of, you know, their mindset and they can be a little bit negative, right? And, you know, me, I am the kind of person, especially if I just met you and you're very negative, I'm an observer. I am going to observe you. I'm going to watch you. I'm going to see how you react to your own self to, you know, the situations because I don't want you to drain my vibe, right? Once my vibe is drained, I know personally it takes me a good while to get back into that flow. And that's just me 
personally because I know myself. I know how I operate. I know how I am, you know, wanting to, you know, get through my day. And I know if people are draining me that I'm not going to want to be around them. So be careful about who you decide to, you know, spend your time around. And if there's a person who is, you know, really negative, And I know sometimes it's hard if that person that's negative is a family member because you don't want to like shun them out or feel or make them feel like, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be around you because I'm working on myself and blah, blah, blah. You don't want to make somebody feel bad because they're not, you know, where you are. But what you can do is choose what conversations you participate in with them, right? If they're talking about, you know, doing better and you know that they keep talking about doing better, but yet they're not, you know, actively making a change and they're just complaining, then maybe you want to stay out of that conversation because it's it's a drainer, right? It's a drainer. But they might talk about something that lights them up or get, gets them excited, right? Talk about that. Get them excited. You get excited with them once they get excited. And then you can have a way to, you know, find a different way to connect to where you're not just, you know, okay, well, they just want to talk negative. So let me just sit here while they talk negative. Try and read direct the conversation into something that's going to get them in a positive state or you both in a positive state, right? So definitely make sure that you do that. But number three is, and it's a little similar to number, I mean, number four, it's a little similar to number three, and it is your community. So community and the people that you hang around, I feel personally are a little bit different because especially for me, the people that I hang around, one, it's going to be my boyfriend. I hang around him. He always helps me. I help him and uh, my family members and, you know, anybody that's on my team right now because we're not really doing too much of like going out since we are in the pandemic, but we do still see people. So when it comes to community, personally, I like to focus my attention in online communities, right? So online communities, I talk a lot about how when I first started my business, I was the only one in my family that was actively pursuing to build a business, right? I didn't really have anyone that I can turn to and say, Oh, hey, how's your business going? Oh, <laughs> nothing's going on or, you know, whatever it is. But I wanted to surround myself with people who were doing the same things or not necessarily the same things, but who were actively growing their business. I have had so many um, accountability partners in the past. And one thing that I did realize about, you know, some of the accountability partners that I had is that we would kind of meet in and we would kind of chat in and it's like girl what did you do this is what I did and then it was just kind of like oh well you know well I tried to do this and I tried to do that and then like you know life happens and then like you're always like in like the same spot you kind of let life get to you so much that you don't kind of propel yourself and me Just based upon the things that I've personally had to go through in life, experience when I was younger and so many things, there's so many levels and layers to who I am. And I feel like you can see that whenever I show up on stories. And it's because 
I refuse to play the victim. I refuse to play the victim and I'm always just trying to like, okay, life just threw, you know, X, Y, Z at me. Okay, let's go, right? And I just get pumped up. And I turn to other people in the communities, specifically female entrepreneurs in my online communities. I am in a membership program from one of my coaches, one of my past coaches, who just has an amazing group online where she just, you know, helps people celebrate their wins. She's always doing some kind of training in there and just giving you massive value. So, you know, I love seeing the girls celebrate like, oh my gosh, I just had a $40,000 month or I just had my launch and I just made 25000 in like two weeks. And these are the kind of vibes that I purposely put myself around because that's what I want for myself. But you cannot actively create something for yourself and you know not actively surround yourself with it it's like do you want to be a runner okay go outside and go run go find people to run with go find us a running support group go find tips on how to become a better runner this is why I choose to you know use an online community that helps me just kind of like stay motivated stay active within my business and helps me get you know shit done because I don't just want to, you know, settle to the level of what I only see myself as achieving. I want to, I want to surround myself with people who are doing bigger and better and scarier and more ballsier things that I am doing because that's the energy that excites me because I'm like, oh my gosh, look at what so-and-so is doing in the group. She's killing it. She's rocking it out. Okay. I'm fired up. You know what? That just inspired me. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And then I I can go on and just live off of that inspiration. I changed my energy because I purposefully, you know, put myself in a spot where I am forcing, not forcing, but, you know, encouraging myself to level up right? And this is the things that I love to talk about. I used to hate being in, you know, online communities. Sometimes I'm active. Sometimes I, you know, get way into my work and then I forget to show up and I'm like, oh, hey guys, like, how have you, how have you guys been? And, you know, I would just you know, just be in my little shell. I'm an introvert. I love to be to myself. I don't really, you know, go out and just say like, hey guys, look at me. This is what I'm doing. But I do make it a point to do that online. One, because you have to celebrate yourself. You have to celebrate yourself. That's like another tip within my tip. You have to celebrate yourself. Small wins, big wins, because sometimes if you were younger, and I know, especially speaking for myself one thing that I used to uh, to hear when I was younger was little girls are supposed to be seen not heard right so I as a young girl I took this upon in many different ways and I saw that anytime when my business got featured in a publication or we got some kind of award or we got something that was amazing I wouldn't celebrate I wouldn't showcase my wins. I wouldn't post on Facebook or Instagram because I felt like 
that was being a show off. I felt like that was, you know, like, oh, there goes Jasmine again, like talking about her business. I thought that that was me being annoying, right? Do like, does anybody else feel like that? You have so many, you know, awards and accolades, but nobody knows because you don't showcase them because you don't want to shine your light too, too bright, right? I talk a lot about, um, you know, showing up to your full potential. And it's because these are things that I personally had to work through in order to get where I am. It's a lot of mindset work. As you can, as as you know, it's a lot of mindset work that goes into creating a thriving business because you literally have to change the way that you think about how you operate in business and how you operate in life. So definitely purposely surround yourself in community and make sure that you are celebrating your big and small wins. Even if you're like, hey, I woke up and I did not hit the snooze, you know, uh, button on my alarm clock. That's amazing. Do you know how many times I've hit snooze? A lot. So you are rocking it the F out, girl. So definitely celebrate the small wins, celebrate the big wins, and be unapologetic about it. Let people know that you're amazing. And those of in the in the people who know that you're amazing, they're gonna celebrate with you regardless, right? So let's go into number five, the last tip of the podcast episode. So number five is your habits. Now, this kind of ties in with tips one through four because I talk a lot about owning a business is not a hobby. It's a lifestyle, right? There are certain habits that you have to embed within your day, within your week, within your month, within through like the quarter in the year in order to help you start stepping into that CEO role that you are for your own business, right? We just don't wake up one day and we're massively productive. We don't just wake up one day and we got our shit together. Like, oh shit, I just woke up and everything's just organized like randomly. I didn't even have to do anything, right? Things start by doing small habits. Small habits grow into big habits. And then once they are a habit, then you do them without thinking about it. I find myself in my morning routines, um, you know, within my week, already doing the things that I need to do without even thinking about them. I sit on my computer, I go into a sauna, I look at my daily to-dos, I start checking things off and then I realize, oh snap, I, I just did that without really thinking about my 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 movements or thinking about you know oh well let's just do that it was a habit just like coming home and sitting on the couch and scrolling on instagram for hours and hours that's a habit we all have habits but are they good habits that are going to get us closer to our goal or are they bad habits that we need to leave in the past and leave in our old selves right like procrastination like fear of judgment, FOMO, fear of missing out, right? Oh my gosh, well, what if I don't do this? Everybody's doing this and, you know, I can't, I can't stray away. I can't do my own thing. Like, what about this thing that everybody's doing? What about this trend that everybody's focusing on, right? We need to make sure that the habits that we have embedded in our day, that we are making intentional are going to be habits that are going to help us grow and help us get to where it is that we want to be. Because 
I talk a lot about how my, you know, my specialty is systems. I used to suck at systems and I had to learn how to get better at it. And then I mastered it. And then people started asking me, Jasmine, what the hell are you doing? I need to know what you're doing because you are growing consistently. I see that your business is getting all these recommendations. People are talking about your business. What are you doing? And it was through systems. And it was because I was tired of throwing spaghetti at the wall. I wanted to see real change. I wanted to see real efforts. So I had to start with my habits. And those habits look like, okay, just did a course, just learned how to do XYZ. Okay, I'm going to start small. I'm going to do XYZ for, you know, 10 minutes or 15 minutes and, you know, try and start getting things organized, right? You have to start getting things organized in order to get organized. You just don't one day wake up and you're like, whoa, my business is massively organized. It's massively booming. Leads are coming in and this is happening and that's happening. You have to sit down and you have to actively work towards it. And the last thing that I want to mention to you before I wrap up today's episode is think about how your habits are helping you or hurting you right now to what you're trying to do for the end of 2020. I know people have big goals for themselves for the end of 2020. Don't let the pandemic wipe out your goals. Your goals still matter. Your goals can still happen, but you are the only one that can make it happen. So what are your habits doing for you right now? Are they helping you or hurting you? Do you know that you need to sit down and create the time to actually get organized in your business so that you can attract more leads, more sales to your business? Is that what you want? Do you need to sit down and profit map out everything from your services to how you're going to get clients to how you're going to keep your clients in retention, right? That just doesn't happen. You have to sit down and create it. If you're somebody that's currently working a nine to five job, which I know a ton of people still are working their nine to five and they're actively trying to grow their own business or actively trying to go independent or, you know, start their own bridal hair and makeup company, whatever it is, it's not going to start if you keep saying, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have the resources. I don't have the money. There's so many things that you can start focusing on for free. Don't use money as an excuse. Don't use resources as an excuse. Like I said before, there's a ton of free webinars, free workshops. Go type in something in Pinterest, on YouTube, on Google. Reach out to me. Ask me about some of my programs, my workshops, or my coaching program. There's so many free resources and so many paid resources at low and high levels. Don't exclude yourself from not having the resources. You have them. You just need to dedicate time, effort, and energy into it. Right? The time will come when you sit down and say, okay, yes, I've been working my ass off at this job. I need to figure out some time to help me grow my business because I know if I don't actively find the time, the time will never come. And that's honest. 
The time will never come. And I'm telling you this because I got sucked into the part-time into the part-time hustle. I had five jobs at one time and I was working so hard day and night, but yet I did not get closer to what it is that I was trying to achieve because because I spent all my time working part-time jobs, trading time for money, and I never got closer to what I want because I didn't make it a priority. It wasn't a priority. I just wanted a check so I can pay my bills. My business took the back seat. How are you putting your business on the back seat right now? Bring it to the front seat. Bring it to the passenger side. Get that seatbelt, click it in and say, listen, we're about to start this thing up. We're about to go fast down this road, right? Like, don't literally do that because, you know, I don't want you to get arrested. But, you know, metaphorically speaking, right, take your dreams, put it in the front seat with you and say, hey, I'm about to make this happen. So hold on tight because it's going to be bumpy. It's going to be bumpy. And the habits that you are actively choosing to do to help you get energized, get productive, get in a good high state where you are surrounding yourself with people who are in a high vibe. I love to do high vibe, you know, surroundings through podcasts, through books, through anything that can really help me, you know, level up my energy. And that's what I like to focus on, right? I'm always pumped up, I'm always energized, and it's because I purposefully start my day off with the energy that I want to start that I want to end it with and then I do this in the middle of the day too so that I can end it in the way that I want and not just how you know life wants me to end you know my life not in like a bad way but like how life is you know like oh everybody's you know like you know coming to me with like a fire that I need to put out and then you're just like oh well I can just go ahead and you know figure out what I need to do in order to get myself back to the state where I need to be how I want to be calm and collective we need to preserve our energy right we need to preserve our energy because once we preserve our energies then that's when we're really in control that's when we really are in you know momentum because nothing is going to set us off because we're already grounded we're already grounded in the day so those are my five habits and I hope that those habits are going to be something that you try and implement within your day maybe today maybe tomorrow and I encourage you see about you know just blocking off you know a time frame for yourself just to do some of the things that you love don't even you know get so analytical with it like I used to just create a block of time and figure out what do I want to do today? What's going to make me feel great? How can I spend this 30 minutes or this hour at the start of the day or at the end of the day, you know, just getting centered, getting calm, getting collective and really working on myself, right? So that's one thing that you can definitely do, but I am so excited for you to check out my one-on-one coaching program. Make sure that you check it out through the show notes 
in the uh, show notes section. And I cannot wait to chat with you guys again soon because I have an amazing guest speaker coming up in my next episode. She's actually my social media and communications manager. Her name is Shelby. And we're going to be talking about mental health, self-care, and just being more aware as a stylist, as a business owner, and as you evolve through life. Fun things that I love talking about. So I cannot wait to see you again soon, guys, or really talk to you guys again soon. Bye, guys.